it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. I'm uh, running a little bit late, and I'm going to get Frank on. Uh, he's here already, and he's the star of the show, actually. He knows everything about working out. Well, almost everything. That's what I think. So he's pretty good at those, are very good, and I'm glad we have him. So here he comes, and uh, you guys welcome aboard Frank. Frank, the great trainer. Okay. Hi, Frank. <laughs> anyway, good. That pressure here. You are a great trainer. I got so many people that love you. And your shows, and I know that uh, clients are your key, and and you love helping people, and you're good at it. And uh, I love that about you, Frank. I really do. And I know that you have a heart for people. And uh, and I know sometimes we don't make it easy for you, do we? So uh, anyway, so welcome, welcome to the show. Um, I'm glad you're here, by the way. And here's my question to you. I want to ask you something. And I know you different deal with different types of people, and uh, we've really not talked. And uh, I'll pardon pardon that because Frank and I talk what we're going to do on the show. Um, but Frank, if you're okay, what is a? How do you stay motivated, and and how do you stay consistent in your workouts? Um, because you know I, I told you about a situation that that I had, and uh, you know with a client, and uh, her husband's calling her names, and and uh, she's calling herself names, and. It's hard to stay motivated like that. It's hard to, it, motivation's really not, it's hard to stay disciplined because motivation will come and go, but disciplines for inconsistency are, I think, are key, right? Maybe? Yeah, I think so. And, you know, to me, it also comes down to, you know, why are you doing it? Like, if you're working out for somebody else's approval, then you're working out for the wrong reasons. Like, you should be working out for your own benefit, for your own health. So it doesn't really matter what somebody else thinks or what somebody else, you know, says or anything else. It's about how you want to look and feel, you know, at the end of the day. So, you know, like I've told people before, like even when you don't see the results coming on the scale or something like that, you know, look how you look in the mirror. Like, I mean, it, you can feel the difference. You can see the difference. Your clothes are getting looser. Your um, your confidence is going up. Your, your self-esteem is higher. You know, you, you you feel great. You feel healthier. You got energy that you didn't have before. So that all these things, these little small things, are, are things that are uh, helping your mindset, helping your body, your soul. Like it, it, you know, you can use it as a way of just that's your motivation. You know what I mean? Like if you're uh, doing it for somebody else, again, like I, I don't, I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons, and it's easy to get off track and not be motivated because anytime you get that person's disapproval or anytime you feel like that person's not recognizing the results that you're doing or something like that, um, and so it's not, you know, giving you that boost from that standpoint, you're going to yeah. feel down. So you're you're doing it for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. Like you have to do it because you want to feel good. You want to to feel better and, you know, look healthier and just overall, you know, have a, a greater sense of your 
your mind, you know, your your soul, your your body, like just just feeling good. Um, you know, when I walk around or when I you know do the exercise, I'm not doing it for somebody else to say, you know, man, you you look good. You're looking, you know, like you're working out your arms a lot or whatever. I'm doing it because it feels good, you know, and and I want it. It's the uh, cheapest drug you can buy with the biggest benefit you can get for long-term, you know, uh, feeling good and success. I agree with you. Um, That's a good point right there. So one of the things that I I, uh, recognize is that um, sometimes you know that I just got off the phone with somebody and – and she's up in New York, and uh, yeah, New York. And her husband tears her apart about she's really lean, but he wants her to be better, and he wants her, you know, to do certain things. And so she says, I just feel like sometimes it's about not working out. But then I look at, I look at myself, and I gotta, I gotta stay, stay this way for myself and my my daughter, right? And um, and she said, so I, that's what motivates me to do it for myself, to stay healthy, and and for my kid, my daughter. And she, and she goes, I look amazing. He's just jealous. I go, okay. I said, when you started this, because she had a baby, and, you know, uh, women need to get back in shape after they have a baby. Well, most do. I'm not saying everyone, but anyway, for the most part, we do. Um, but uh, uh, she, she said, I knew that he was going to do this because that's just who he is, right? Some of us have a, a spouse or a, a partner that can be negative, right? So if you know they're going to be negative, they're going to attack you during the workout at some point in time. And I'm going to use it like that because I've seen that so many times. Then you have to prepare yourself, right, for that to happen. Well, maybe how do you do that, Frank? Because I know you see a lot of people, men and women, kids and everything. And I'm sure you've seen that on every age level. How do you do that? How do you tell them to do that? Or do you tell them? Or do you just say yeah, I mean, it's basically like, like she's saying to a certain extent, like she knows she looks good. She knows she likes to work out to feel good and and stuff like that. So if your spouse or whoever isn't supporting that or they're trying to bring you down, it's because they're unhappy. You know, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with them. They're unhappy inside, so they're projecting onto you. When you're taking care of yourself, you're happy on the inside. And somebody else is trying. If somebody else is trying to bring you down, you have to, you know, just kind of bounce it off of you. Because at the end of the day, you know what you're doing is is good for you. You know what you're doing makes you feel good. You know what you're doing is is healthy and right, and it's the you know best vice you can have in that sense. And she's setting a good example for her daughter and. Um, you know, and, and at the end of the day, she feels good and she, she knows it. So, you know, that's the way you got to kind of be like, you can't, you can't be doing it for, like I said, somebody else, because at the end of the day, um, you know, they can be having their, the way they project on you can bring you down. So, you know, if you're waiting for their approval with everything, or, or, you know, they're a negative person, you're, you're constantly going to have obstacles in your way that are going to bring you down and tell you, you know, that you're you're not good, your self-worth is not good, you know, so on and so forth. And there, there's no point in that. I mean, nobody else should be able to tell you how you feel, how you look. You know, you should be able to know yourself and, right. and look in the mirror, you know, and, and look in your soul and kind of and know how you feel. You know when you need help. You know when you need, uh, you know, some extra, you know, whatever in that sense, or when you've not been doing 
good, you know, or if you, you know, you just had a baby and you got a, a bigger, you know, hill to climb because, you know, your body just was taxed with a child in a sense. So it's kind of been put to the ringer. So you have to, you know, be able to, to get back in the gym and, and get healthier again and so on and so forth because you were, you know, doing it for the baby. You had to, to gain weight and, you know, and so on and so forth. So your body is, has changed and, uh, you know, it might not be the same as it was pre-baby, but it can be in great shape and, you know, and still feel, like I said, inside and outside just as good as before. It's all about how you look at it. You know, do you want to feel good? Do you want to, uh, you know, drop off the extra weight that you added before? Do you want to get back to the, you know, energy that you had before and so forth? You know, that's the hardest thing to me is when after you have a child is trying to uh, get onto a new routine with exercise because it's, everything has changed. Everything is different. Your routines are going to be different. You, your your schedule's different, everything in a sense. So, but you got to make the time for yourself because I'm a big believer and, you know, if you don't, if you don't make the time for yourself, nobody else is going to make it for you. And if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of your child. So if you're always sick because your body isn't healthy, then, you know, who's taking care of your child when you're sick? You're probably still having to do it yourself, but you definitely don't feel good doing it. You know, it's it's the most miserable thing in the world when you're sick and you can't even take a, a sick day because you still got to take care of your kid. Um, in that sense, it's just, it just takes all this extra effort and you're exhausted because you're sick, well, if you take care of your body, you won't get sick that often. You know, that's the the best thing about exercise and eating healthy is, you know, your body is healthy. Like, you just, you don't get sick. Your immune system is strong. You get injured less. You know, your your aches are from working out, not from, uh, you know, from sitting all day or, you know, sleeping too much and all that stuff so it's a it's a good kind of soreness like you feel great like you know i killed my hamstrings yesterday so my hammies kind of hurt a little bit but they they hurt you know and you hear people say this it's kind of a noxymoron but it hurts in a good way you know it's just one of those things where you when you do stuff that is good for you you feel it and it's silly that we almost like torture ourselves to in the opposite way by doing things that don't make our body feel good, you know, and then getting in that perpetual cycle of constantly doing stuff that don't make our body feel good or our mind or our soul by the things that we're, you know, listening to and allowing to affect us in one way or another. Because, I mean, if you're if you're just digesting garbage all the time, you know, whether it's words or food, you're not going to feel good, you know, and then it's going to take a toll on your body, you know, so it's, it's not, there's certain things you can control and there's certain things you can't, you can always control the way you take something, you know, if somebody's talking to you in a way that is bringing you down, then you have to change the way that they're talking to you or, you know, change your circumstances because, there's no point in you constantly hearing garbage or taking garbage and putting it inside you. Something has to, to give, whether it's, you know, creating a more positive environment or, like I said, going to the gym or that person going to the gym so they feel better about themselves. You have to be able to feel better to be able to project on the others. And to me, that's that's the simplest thing in the world as long as you understand that, the deeper meaning of it. 
because if you're not looking at what you're doing to yourself, you know, it's such a simple thing, but a lot of people, like, they just don't realize what they're doing to themselves. Like, you know, when you're depressed and you're eating, like, a whole tub of ice cream and you're, you know, watching TV, well, it, it might kind of somewhat feel good in a monetary moment, but, you know, if you're taking that on to the next day and then the next day and then the next day, now you get this huge mountain to climb because you kind of dug this hole extremely deep, putting yourself in a bad situation. Whereas, you know, it's, it's okay to have a bad day, but you got to get right back on a horse after you fall off and, and start riding again so you start feeling good again. Because, again, if you're, you're you know, taking in garbage, you're going to feel like garbage. You know, it's, it's like if you've gone out with your friends for days and days and days, drinking alcohol and getting drunk every night, you know, and you just feel like crap every morning when you wake up and it takes forever to start feeling good again. You go out and you keep repeating the cycle. Well, you just feel like crap eventually. Like you just don't want to do it anymore. That's very true. And I, I'm going to agree with you on that a hundred plus percent. So let me ask you a question. You said something about intaking, like, what are you watching on TV? What are you watching? What are you eating? And I get all that, but how about a motivational, like, you know, if you type the word discipline in YouTube or consistency in YouTube, they'll give you things. They give you 10, 15 minutes, an hour video that you can watch. Do you do you feel that's good? Like watching a, like, let's say in the morning, like, I work and, I mean, I pray and meditate, right? And uh, sometimes I watch a video. Um, I like the underdog videos, like like a person or an animal, right, that beat the odds. And it inspires me. So, uh, I like then the I cartoon like, underdog. Yeah, yeah, I love cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, the dog is to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I told someone that goes, the other day I was working out and uh, with, uh, you know, at Orange Theory. And I said, can we hurry up? And they go, why do you need to hurry i got to go home and watch cartoons. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> but I've had a rough week, right? And sometimes cartoons for me help me. I like them, okay, because they relax your mind. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, but do you believe in stuff like that? Like maybe watching a video about, uh, you know, especially after you've had your wife or your husband or your lover or whoever beat you up because uh, because you're doing better than they are. Sometimes I think that's jealousy. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's jealousy, and like I said, they're projecting because they feel bad about the, themselves in a sense. So they're projecting on you because they don't like you feeling good about yourself because they're they're not happy with themselves. And yeah, you, you know, you got to start out the day right. So whether it's uh, working out in the morning or, or reading something that's inspiring or, or listening to a couple of songs that, you know, inspire you or maybe talking to a friend or a family member that you, you know, really brings you up because everybody kind of has that friend or somebody they know that is very uh, positive. Like they're, you know, there's something about them that every time you talk to them, you just like you feel better about yourself because they got so much positive energy they're putting out there. They're such happy people, you know, at least as far as what they're projecting, they project so much positive energy that you feel, you feel like you're feeding off of them. And, you know, like I said, hopefully you know more than one person that's like that, because the more you surround your people, surround yourself with people like that, the, uh, the more positive energy you have, and you can use them to, to help propel you in a more positive site, you know, and vice versa, you know, the people that are just always bringing you down and that are ultra negative, like those are the, you know, you want very few of those people around you, if any at all, because those are the ones that are 
they're they're doing the opposite. They're just kind of you know taking away from your energy. They're taking away from your soul. So you know if you're looking at like a scale, which one are you adding to more to tip the scales in your favor? You you know whether it's like I said, food. It could be it could be exercise. It could be music. It could be reading. All these things are extremely positive. Talking to a friend. Uh, you know some people are big into to mantras. Uh, you know, doing that to be able to have things that are just inspiring to you in that sense. You know, it could be an, an old picture you have of that, you know, you want to look like that again in a sense. And, you know, you pull it out and you look at it and be like, man, I got to get back to looking like this. And every day you look at that in the morning and be like, all right, what what can I do today to, to put me on this path, you know, to make sure that I stay on this path? You know, maybe it's going for a power walk for lunch, you know, whether it's, uh, when you get home from work, you're doing something, or maybe it's waking up 20 minutes earlier and, you know, going and doing, you know, eight or nine flights of stairs and then some push-ups. you know, those little things all add up at the end of the day and sure. you feel great, you know, by the end of the day. And if you start off the day that way, like I said, it just makes that, that climb going up that hill so much easier. When people wait to the end of the day to start, they're, you know, tipping the scale on the good side in a sense, especially if your your work kind of brings you down and you're exhausted at the end of the day, whether it's mental exhaustion or everything in general, you, you kind of, it's hard to work out. It's hard to kind of, you know, put things in you that are going to tip the scale back in your favor, the, the positive and the good, because you've been brought down the whole entire day. You know, you just worked a, a 10-hour day and you know, you woke up at whatever time in the morning and you're trying to mentally prepare yourself for work. Well, all, none of that really tipped the scale in your favor. It just brought it down on the negative side. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's now you're fighting the scale to be able to, you know, tip it back over on the good side before you go to bed. So it's, it's difficult from that standpoint. And typically, you know, going to that part, most people want the comfort food then. They want the, you know, the junk food or the snacks because they, they had a hard day at work or a bad day or so on and so forth. So they want that, that easy fix, that quick fix, that simple, you know, drug in a sense, which for a lot of people is food or alcohol or, or sweets or something like that. And, you know, but that, that, that temporary fix is still tipping the scale in the negative. It's not helping you tip it back into the positive. Um, so, you know, what things are going to, you got to be able to help yourself from all directions in that sense. And if you started off in the morning, you know, just doing those simple things, it's, it's so much easier, so much easier by the end of the day to, to keep the scale in your favor. Even if you have a bad day at work, it's almost level by the time you get home because you had a great morning before you went to work. And then you can tip it back in your favor by just kind of doing a walk to blow off some steam or, you know, something in general, calling up a friend and talking to them or so on so forth, you know that you, they're going to bring you up and then you feel great and so on and so forth. So you have to always work on those things that are going to tip the scale on the, the feel-good positive through the healthy things that you can do for your mind, your body, your soul, and you'll see the difference. Like it's it pays dividends every time. You know what? You're right about that. And and one of the things that um, I learned a long time ago, I go, okay, I can buy into his negativity because you know I, I or I can I can keep my positive, you know, being positive and, and strong. And there are times that I do not feel like going working out. I work out six days a week usually, and uh, 
but uh, you, you got to do it. And today I didn't feel like it because I've been, I've been exhausted for the past two days. Like I've been in school, <laughs> I've got a business, uh, you know, I've got clients, uh, and I'm, I'm like, man, I'm tired. And I finally got, about every three, four months, I'll have to take the day off because I'm getting exhausted. And uh, so you know, I did that, and I was like, oh, I still feel tired. But I'm there today. I worked out. I didn't run. I ran, ran the bike and, and did, did a workout floor and, and rowing. But I feel good. You know, it's, I'm more tired, which is normal. It's okay. But I'm back in the game, right? Because I was like, oh, my gosh, what if I don't get back into the game? Then that becomes a habit of not being in the game, right? And you've got to be in the game. Right. Absolutely. You know, so you, you can't create a different trend, a different habit. Like you have to be able to, you know, keep the habit in a good way. If you if you need a uh, personal day to kind of just, you know, unwind because you're just you're you're burnt out in a sense or whatever, then you know, exercise isn't always the key. You know, maybe massage, maybe uh, you know, go out, like I said, talking to that that friend that you love talking to, or you know, family member. Something that's just genuinely, you know, is going to bring you up or inspire you, and so so, or a movie that's like an inspiring movie that you always, every time you watch it, you're like, man, like I, you know, I feel so good, like when I'm done watching that movie, because it's, it's one of those just incredible, feel good, inspiring movies, you know, not, not a sad movie, not a crying movie, but a movie that inspires you at the end of it, like oh, you know, you just. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness, like something like that with like Will Smith? Oh, like, yeah. Isn't that great? I love that movie. Do you remember that part where he's yeah. banging on those things because he's homeless with his son and his wife oh. just left everybody? Oh, my, I love that movie. Thank you. Pursuit of Happiness. Then, That's a good story. fighting so much. He makes it, you know, and then he finally is just, you can see tears come into his eyes. Like movies like that to me, like those, those are great movies to watch again and again every now and then just because they're they're so inspiring you know i love sports so like the movie rudy you know uh, oh, is a great yeah. one underdogs you know, yeah yeah there, there's so many movies like that i mean even rocky you know talking about underdogs yeah. you know like a great movie you know there there's just so many inspiring movies out there that you can find that when you're done you just you feel good, like you just you don't even want to go to sleep. Like you you have, if it's at night time, obviously, but like you 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 want to go do something afterwards because you're inspired and you're motivated, you know. And yeah. so those yeah. are the ones that pick you up, and you gotta surround yourselves with those when you need to pick pick me up. Uh, I gotta tell you this. I uh, watched something the other day, and it's, it's in school actually. And uh, they they showed they had somebody had an interview of Rocky or Sylvester Stallone, and he said that he wrote that movie in like three days, right? And they offered him like thousand three hundred forty six thousand dollars if he would let somebody else star in it. And he says, no, it's my movie. I'm going to star in it. Did you know he took uh, he took like a few thousand, I mean, uh, just so he could star in it. And when they saw him come in and do that first scene, they go, we got our guy. And that that's when uh, literally a star was born. Sylvester Stallone, but um, he had just sold his dog for $20 because he couldn't afford to feed him. Now, he went back and paid thousands of dollars to get him back, but he couldn't afford to feed him, and uh, and so he sold him for 20 bucks. And he went, and his name was uh, Butt Kiss, isn't that funny? And uh, I thought, I was like, what a great, <laughs> yeah, right? And uh, he, he, got, he bought him back, and then Rocky was born, and uh, but he said he didn't have money to feed his dog. And he wrote that movie, and they bought. He showed it to him, 
they wanted to they ah they wanted to put uh, Ryan O'Neill in the original Rocky. Ryan O'Neill, Sylvester Stallone. There's no contest there. Sylvester Stallone definitely did that movie, you know, the right way, and he wrote it. Isn't that cool. Uh, you probably knew that already, yeah. but yeah. So anyway, it, it, I mean, those movies are extremely inspiring to me. Like they really kind of bring you up, and it just makes such a, yeah. a difference. Yeah, yeah, it does, and they they're just wonderful. It makes it makes you think if they can do it, I can do it too. And uh, yeah, so right. I I I watch I watch videos like that, movies like that. I watch dog videos, you know, when they recover and they're like they're like torn up, and then you know they come out and it makes me love animals even more. I know you got an animal, I love you got. I love mine, but to see those see things like that or watch something about discipline and power, being powerful. Wow, that's that's amazing too. You know, and powerful doesn't mean you're loud and obnoxious. Power comes from love. I really believe that. But some of the greatest speakers I've seen are so powerful and so thoughtful at the same time. You know, but they get up and do this every morning. So I get up and do it every morning. And sometimes I'm mad. I'm like, I don't want to do this today. It's like, okay, I'm here. I'm just getting done. <laughs> you know, so. And I think about you sometimes, Frank, because I was like, Frank's over there drinking a cup of coffee, okay, and eating eating a little breakfast. And then he's going on his way. And. Any of those people that are listening now or later, Frank gets up at go to our thirty, like around four p.m. or four a.m. I think something like that, ridiculous, right? So at four a.m. and you get up and and you get going. Right? Average. So sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's just a little bit later. But uh, you know, it's wait to me. I mean, the military kind of got me that way in the sense that waking up, no matter how tired you are, is just kind of a, a state of mind. Like you. You can always get up. That To me, that's the easiest thing to do if you want to, like in a sense. Like if you have a motivation to get up, and for me it's work. For the most part, since I'm working six days out of the week and I love what I do, um, but for the most part, like that, that's the easiest thing to do is to get up in the morning no matter how tired I am. You know, it might be a, an initial just tired for a couple seconds, but it's, it's super easy for me to be able to um, – just get up every morning like I don't think it's hard I feel great I'm happy to go to work like it's funny I'll see some people at the gym in the morning and they're like man you're like here every day and I said oh you know know, when you love what you do and it's easy for you to do it it's just uh, it's not hard it's not a difficult thing for me to do and it would be more difficult for me to get up if I didn't have a purpose in the morning you know having a purpose is everything like if I didn't have a job for whatever reason and, you know, I didn't love what I, you know, did for a living or, you know, just hadn't found my purpose or anything like that, I think those would be, it would make me harder to get up in the morning. But because I've found those things and and I love, uh, you know, just being around people that love doing the things that I do and, and I love, you know, being in the gym training people or, or just, you know, working out myself, it's just, it's, I look forward to it. Like, I mean, that's, it's like, uh, you know, I get up, I have my routine and I look forward to going to work. I don't ever dread it in a sense, you know, whereas some people like they, they can't wait to, you know, change jobs. Like me, I, I kind of hope I can do this job forever because uh-huh. it's fun and interesting to me. So, let me ask you a question. You, you say you have a purpose. So I have a purpose. What, is it okay to ask what your purpose is? You probably just told us, but uh, I, I think that's important. When you have a purpose, you can get up. I, if I sleep, the latest I ever sleep is 7 a.m. That's awful. <laughs> I was like, I'm missing my morning, right? But what's your purpose? Do you mind me asking? 
Yeah, I, I love to help people. Like it's serve people, right? You know, serve. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. Definitely. It's it's the greatest fulfillment like you can possibly get in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I love serving people. I just I got really clear about that. And yeah, you said the same thing. So, you know, um, man, and you love what you do, do what you love, you have purpose. And so that makes you, for me, I have to go to bed early because if I stay up too late, I forget it. I am, I told you this before, I'm the life of the party as long as the party's before nine or eight, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're you're getting old when, like, you know, you look at nightclubs and, like, they don't even really start (laughs) happening until 1 or 2 a.m. You're like, man, like, if somebody invited me, I'd be like, you know, I really don't want to go to kind of late. Like, I'm. I'm almost waking up that time, like, some days, like, uh, I'm going to be miserable staying up that late. You know, it's just the opposite mindset, yeah. in a sense, but for, it's different, yeah. you know, different mindset. Well, I love hearing that your purpose is, like, and I knew that about you, serving, serving people, you know, and, and, uh, um, and you know what, you deserve, and people do not realize this, I think, you deserve to be paid, because, you know what, you have a skill and you have a, a love for people, a love to help people, and uh, you deserve to to be paid, okay, because you're providing a service, Frank, and I know that that is something I've gotten really clear on in the past couple of months, you know, so because um, you, you provide a service, and when you provide a service, you deserve to be paid for it. So I'm saying that now so people that hear this will understand. I provide a service. We all deserve to be paid for it. So anyway, and you do your own business, and you have fun. But, you know, if you get somebody ask you to get up at 2 or 3 in the morning to come and to say, oh, go out with us. You say, I'm on my way to breakfast. <laughs> I decided to stop by and say hi. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll wait till you're leaving the club and the want breakfast together. Yeah, it'll be perfect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go to the BK Lounge, right? Burger King, that's what we used to call it when I was, <laughs> it was much younger. Anyway, that's cool, though. So what a great story you have. And thank you for that, uh, you know, about being, um, you know, having purpose and also doing the best you can do you know what I mean and being the best and just being consistent and motivated I you know this this morning was really hard for me to go but I went I'm glad I went right you know so and I love when I get there I'm fine right getting there sometimes is a challenge right so anyway but yeah if you love what you do and you, and you continue doing it long enough you'll get you'll even get better at it right don't you think I mean that's what I feel I know for myself you know anyway yeah, well, the key is just to make it a routine yeah, yeah, that's very true. That is so, so true. Make it a routine, and it becomes a habit. What a great habit to have. And I do not mean to say it sound like it's all good and great, because it is. But, boy, there's sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to do this, right? Then you say, oh, I can't stop doing this, and I feel bad. i got to take a break. But then I go, don't feel bad. Just take a break, and it'll be done. And so here I am, uh, you know. And, uh, yeah, so I've learned that. I learned a lot of things about energy from you, too, as well. So, you're amazing with how you can get energy from water. I told that to someone the other day yesterday. I said, yeah, just drink a lot of water. You get a lot of energy. Well, I have to go potty. I go, well, that's true, but you will get a lot of energy. <laughs> anyway, where's you going that from? I go, Frank. Frank's a guru. Anyway, fitness guru. So, anyway, I think we're out well, of time. Well, it's impossible to be tired all the time if you drink a lot of water because you got to get up and go pee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. 
exactly right. That's funny. All right. Well, listen, I will see you later. I think we're out of time, and I love you with all my heart and your family, too, as well, and your puppy. I want to meet that little one, too, as well. And I know Frank's got a wife. He's got a wife. He's got two kids and a dog. It's perfect family, Isn't that right? So, anyway, all right, Frank. Yeah, you're like, yeah, three. Um, all right, I will see you later. Take care, Frank, okay? Bye now. All right, bye, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. DW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.